Welcome to the Reggie McNeil Podcast, where we explore what it means to seek God's kingdom here on earth. Join us on our journey to become more aware of and encouraged by God's work in and around us. Well, hey, gang, I'm here today with one of my favorite people. Of course, I say that. I think everybody. Uh, everybody. That's right. <laughs> I mean, what would you expect me to say? This is <laughs> the last loser I could, you know, turn up. But Gary Gadini, actually, we've talked on another podcast when you're in another world yes, uh, and with another assignment, but you're out there in the Bay Area and things have changed for you. Tell us about it. Yeah, I just wrapped up uh, this year, a 24-year run at Peninsula Covenant Church in Redwood City. We're just north of San Jose, just south of San Francisco on the peninsula. And uh, I started with an organization called TBC, Transforming the Bay with Christ. And we're about eight years old. We fit in the space of city gospel networks. And, um, but we just happen to take on three major cities that make up the Bay Area, San Jose, San Francisco, and Oakland. And TBC has about 500 churches in 30 different regional networks all over the Bay Area. Wow. Now, uh, you were a part of that network in your role at Peninsula. I mean, 24 years there, senior pastor, or, or part of yeah, that I started, was another... Uh, yeah, I, I began overseeing family ministries, and then right. I took my demotion to become the senior pastor 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, if you could have hung on just a little longer for 25, I'm sure they had a, a trip to the moon or something uh, with Elon Musk, maybe a one-way. Uh, <laughs> there you one. go. But uh, so you were a part of this organization because I remember you and I chatted about it and you were supporting it and all that. What what is this network of over 500 uh, congregations, churches, whatever expressions of church? What do you do? Yeah, that's great. So I'm in the unified space. So TBC as a whole has three different segments. And you're right. I, I was on the board for the first eight years and then became an employee. So there's Unify, which is bringing churches together, churches that believe uh, and have a heart for the kingdom of God, not just their own church silo, and believing in that prayer of Jesus, make them one, Lord, so that the world would know that uh, you sent me, that there's a supernatural synergy that comes out of biblical unity, Uh, multiplies around church planting and evangelism and equipping the church with the dialect that the Bay Area understands for the good news, Amplify is um, is the good works that we are serving in our community. You know, the reality is here in the Bay Area, maybe in other places, while church people think what matters is Sunday, the reputation of the church in the city is all about what happens Monday through Saturday. That's right. Yeah, demonstration is clearly eclipsed proclamation as, absolutely as the way in so uh so, so you that's what amplify of, is all yeah, about like and, that, and that's all a bunch of service projects i mean give us some examples yeah of- we you know we uh really the core of it is around homelessness it's around foster care and and helping the foster care system and it's around local schools because we found those are the three biggest areas in the bay area that our civic leaders would say is, is some of our biggest needs. There's other stuff around it sure. that circles around that, around drug use and, and food programs. But what's what's great is, Reggie, that um, there is, we're, I was just on a call 
talking about this very subject, there is a move going on in our churches where we realize that um, the missions priority is more shifting to local missions as opposed to global mission. Yeah, uh, yeah. For numerous reasons. The, the right. need is so great, especially in the last two years. Um, the, the rising tide that is Silicon Valley, which is at the epicenter of the Bay Area, isn't rising all the ships. There's a great disparity growing between the haves and have-nots. Yeah, it's think, enormous. It's an enormous gap. I mean, just housing and everything. Yeah. All the above. So we have churches that are building housing complexes on their campus. That's their new building project, not a church sanctuary, nice. but a, literally a housing complex. There's churches that have land that are putting tiny houses on their church campus. There's churches, actually the largest food distributor in Northern California is a church uh, that is actually getting food to people that are um, you know, food impoverished or have food depriva- deprivation. What, what church is that? Do you know? Called, yeah, I do. I was there. It's called Cathedral of Faith in San Jose. Yeah, and I've they, been there. They yeah. have a huge warehouse, and now they're building an apartment complex on their campus yes. for um, for poor people. Well, I mean, this is the church coming out to play, uh, you know, uh, finally. I mean, you know, getting in the streets with, with this stuff. So You've got unify. You've got amplify. What's that third emphasis in your uh, in your network? And the reason I'm going over this is not because those of you in the podcast are taking notes, you know, on TBC, but it may spark. You know, who knows? I don't know where you are listening to this. You're in a city, though. These you maybe you start with ten congregations that want to do something, or or twenty, or or fifty, or or four. I mean, I'm just trying to spark your imagination to what Gary's involved here is what churches can do together, which is way more kingdom than that siloed business of just, you know, uh, making sure we get church done on Sunday. So I just want to hear, um, that's why I want to hear about what's going on there for your own imagination, maybe. So Gary, what is that third area? Yeah, the third one is multiply, which is uh, coming alongside churches. We've planted 21 churches in the last five years. But then we have an incubation system. It's not just throwing money at the churches. It's putting them in an incubator where they're together and learning, again, the DNA. And I don't think it's just the Bay Area, but we've got to serve our way into people's hearts. And there's no ulterior motive with that service. There's ultimate motives that we're praying for, but it's service with no strings attached. So one of our churches, I'll be with them tomorrow, New City Church in Oakland, uh, prior to even launching their Sunday service, they had adopted a school with their core team and just continually going crazy in, a, in the best kingdom way possible, serving that, that under-resourced school in Oakland. And I cannot tell you when they launched their services, and this wasn't the motive, but when they launched their services, so many unchurched people went to that because they thought if that's what Christianity is, if that's who Jesus is, I want to learn more. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the plants that we're seeing happen all over the Bay Area. Now you're seeing, uh, you know, typically when uh, folks think about church planting, um, they're thinking about planting a congregation, you know, another congregational modality that, you know, uh, has this every seven day rhythm and all that. But you're you're seeing uh, different kinds of expressions, aren't you, of church? T- t- tell us about that. Multiple, multiple expressions. Um <laughs> 
in the TBC uh, networks where it's everything from a storefront church um, to, uh, you know, existing churches that are rebranding, if you can, I don't mean rebranding like a new logo, but um, repurposing is actually the word, their congregations to think outwardly and to engage into, you know, that church begins when you leave the building. One of our, one of our churches has a benediction that at the end of every service saying, now's the most important part of this service we're going to leave and be the church and let's live it monday through saturday well you know i'm seeing i've I've, I've talked in in other podcasts about this but you know we're seeing um a a lot of new expressions uh church as restaurant uh church as uh business i'm going to be on another podcast in this series with an entrepreneur in um in a city and he's building a community center and it's church's community center. I mean, it's a multi-million dollar uh, deal. Um, and uh, I'm seeing church's sports bar. I mean, you know, in micro expressions of church where it's, you know, um, you know, a block, a neighborhood, just, just one, we're a church in this block mm-hmm. and we're going to love our neighbors and serve our neighbors and that's it. You know, yep. so I, I find this very exciting and, and a kingdom manifestation. Well, yeah, and and the way we say it out here is in unexpected places, in unexpected ways, the kingdom expresses itself, and people peel back the layers, whether it's a place of employment, uh, apartment complex, um, a sports complex, everything you mentioned, and go, wait, 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 Jesus is behind that? I didn't expect that. Like, wow, that's not a Jesus I've come to learn or know about, so tell me more. It's beautiful. And it's, it's church as a verb, as yeah. opposed to church as a noun, uh, as a destination. It's a way of being in the world. And, um, and, but, but I like the fact that you're, um, uh, you know, this is showing up in the context of serving together with others. I mean, you know, that, that whole collective or network uh, expression of church, you know, is, is just yeah, just critical for uh, the way forward. We don't have a way forward if we can't do that. I mean, the people in the Bay Area have voted for years against, you know, um, Sunday morning and another congregational expression. Uh, so, uh, you know, if we just count the votes there, but what you're doing is trying to uh, get out there where, well, uh, tell me some of the, the challenges uh, that you find um, in terms of, you mentioned some big ticket uh, items like food and, and drugs and that kind of thing. How about in the faith community? What, what do you run into as you're trying to build this unified? Because that's your job. That's your part of this yeah. thing. Do, do you run into obstacles that frustrate you? Well, first of all, I want to say that the math doesn't add up with unify. I want to back up something you said a few minutes ago that when you come together, it's not one and one equaling two. And I witnessed this before I was on staff with TBC when I was just a volunteer network leader and gave 10% of my week to other churches, seeing us come together as the church. Uh, you know, this pick your New Testament epistle. It wasn't written to the churches in Corinth. It was written to the church. God looked right. at this regional center with right. multiple expressions said, no, it's the church. And the, the math doesn't add up. I saw the return both in the 
the um what what we did at, when we came together ours was around the local schools and a crisis that hit the local schools and the superintendent took a risk and came in we talked about that actually on a previous podcast yeah but the return of that didn't add up it was kingdom exponential kind yeah. of math so um so i just want to just give a hearty amen to what you were saying about that the power of coming together for your region where you are asking God, what is it in this region that's not like it is in heaven that breaks your heart, that you want to break our hearts and go into to join Jesus and seeing that different. Yeah. What, I mean, what is that old Testament, uh, some obscure reference about one chase, 1,000, oh, two chase 10,000. I mean, you're right. I can tell you that because that's our, that was my wedding verse. One can chase a thousand, two can chase ten thousand. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Most people go Song of Solomon or First Corinthians thirteen. I went Deuteronomy thirty-two thirty. That's the oh verse. gosh, you probably one of the only people to know that reference uh, in terms of being able to spell. But I know you've memorized most of the Bible, so um, you know it's pretty pretty impressive. But I mean, you're right; it's an exponential return, isn't it? So, well, well and then you feel. Can I just say one more thing, and then I'll get to your question. <laughs> Uh, cause I don't have a podcast, so I just got to do this through. Well, you. I'm a little upset about you trying to make this a conversation, but go ahead. <laughs> you know, I can just tell you, I, you know, you feel like this is why I take up space on the planet. All of us in, in ministry were called to this. And, and I feel like at this stage, at this point in our lives, at this cultural moment that we're in, this is the best use of our time, linking yeah. arms, walking out in the community and making things right. It's about the kingdom. It's not about the church. The church is not an end in and of itself. It's it's the means to a greater end. The gospel is not the gospel of the ecclesia, the church. It's the gospel of the kingdom right. that Jesus preached and that we need to live. I, it's our only shot. I mean, yeah. this is what's so interesting. It's not like we've got a a huge multiple choice, uh, you know, that we, we've got one way to be relevant. That's right. And, uh, and, and frankly, uh, not to sound apocalyptic, uh, but with our country and the shape that it's in, the, the country only has one shot. The That's kingdom right. of God is, is the only chance we've got as a people and as a nation, it seems to me. Yes. And, and Reggie, you taught me this. There's, there's no scorecard. We're in uncharted territory. Yeah. And, that's what's beautiful about that is we get to trust the Holy Spirit and walk out and 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 try things and experiment and risk and and it's beautiful. It's it's like you feel so alive. Yeah, I mean, how much more fun is this? I mean, That's you know, right. I mean, uh, it's it's the stuff that uh, and, and I, I can feel right now on the other end of the podcast some listeners who may be church leaders or whatever that are going, oh, if I could just do that. Well, you can. I mean, you know, uh, you know, keep in mind that the enemy, the kingdom that you're invading, uh, would love to whisper doubt and uncertainty and ambiguity, and you can't do it into your spirit all day long. But what would you say, Gary, to, the, to a, a, a local leader or someone who just feels, all, maybe it's a business person, maybe it's a, I mean, how, how do you begin to build this network of folks around you to, to, to begin to make an impact in your community? Yeah, it started with the most dangerous prayer. I, honestly, I'm not trying to, you know, over glamorize this, but the most dangerous prayer I ever prayed, and that is this, break my heart, Lord, with what breaks yours. Ooh. And um, I just realized what breaks God's heart is not the already convinced, 
sitting in a pew wanting you to reaffirm their deeply held convictions. And God's all about, you know, disciples. I get that. But what I saw was as I walked the streets, and that's the next thing, the proximity, taking time, making the time, and get out in your community. And that prayer and that proximity started breaking my heart. And wow. um, and it's not about me, but it started because what broke my heart was what was breaking God's heart. And I thought, gosh, I, I can't boil the ocean, but I can make a difference in this small area. And, and then just starting to knock on doors. I mean, individually, we did that. But then knocking on church doors with other like-minded pastors as a lead pastor, going to lead pastor, building relationships, pit, pitching this burden that I had. And some didn't have that burden, but others thought, wow, we could be better together. Jim, there are a couple of things you said there. That first about getting out. I mean, there's a one pastor who has an incredible ministry now. It's been turned inside out, and it all started when he got locked out of his church one day, uh, and literally at lunch, he locked himself out, and uh, he made a call, but it took like 50-something minutes for the next person with a key to get to him, and he sat there on the sidewalk and just literally for the first time saw his community, and something mm-hmm. came over him. Is that is that incredible? Just, just you know, it's kind of like when Jesus with the disciples uh, going in and out of Samaria, you know, soccer uh, there. And, and, you know, he says, you know, look out at the fields. It's translated look at, but it literally means look out at the fields. Yep. You, know, you yep. guys were so involved in internal food concern. You couldn't even see you bunched into town. You bunched out of town and one Samaritan woman's going to take care of what all of you guys wouldn't do on a mission trip. But, you know, so he's, he, he, you know, what are you looking at as a leader? That's correct. The second thing you said that I think is really important, this isn't just for pastors. I mean, you might have, if you're a business person, I just had a talk last week with a CEO, um, a guy's got, I don't know, um, he's multiple businesses and, um, and, but he's a kingdom thinker. And, um, and, and, and he's got to find, we've got to put him in touch with other kingdom thinkers that are peers that can run with that pack. And wow, what's going to happen when that happens? You know, That's right. I'm, I'm sure you're seeing that in your area. Uh, All the time. Yeah. And it, go ahead. No, no, no. You, you take off. No, it, it, that's, that was really the founder of TBC was that very person reggie a, a ceo who just said i am not he promised his wife he would never return to the bay area and when their job is offered he, they both pray and realize we're not coming to be a ceo we're coming to be a kingdom entrepreneur and wow. because of the pr- platform god's given us we can call the party yeah. and eight, eight years later there's um tbc yeah well, and what's fat, you know, I, I honestly think, I mean, we've got educators listening to this. We've got business people. We've got folks in government. I mean, we've got across the board listening to this podcast. And, um, and, and that's, that's how God works. I mean, the church is already deployed. That's you know, we just got to release the church to be church where it already is. We don't have to create another holding pen you know, or, or fish tank, you know, that we throw people in. I mean, uh, so I, I'm, I'm just, this is very exciting. Uh, and uh, the, the, the network that you're part of, I hope 
is, um, you know, going to inspire others to think about their area. I mean, the Bay Area is a big old honking place, but we, but I, I, I've found in my work that folks that live in cities of 150 to 300,000, you can put your arms around a city that size. So, uh, you know, you're dealing with three different huge metropolis and how challenging that is. And even there, you're finding it takes subregions and all that. Yeah. So, you know, wherever we are, we've got an opportunity to scale, um, you know, and, and, the, and we won't outscale God in terms of the no. dream for our city. No, and I would just say start small. Last night we hosted uh, eight 20 somethings for dinner at our church, uh, at our home. And it was Taco Tuesday. And sorry, um, I couldn't make it, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> I, I tried to get there. Yeah. It was good. It was great. We had to, I mean, 10 o'clock because they're 20 somethings. I had to go get out of the house. I got to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I think of the conversations and we didn't plan anything. We just set the food out and just said, God, what do you want from this? But, you know, Abby is a teacher of 24 fourth graders. And, you know, for any teacher these days, it's so brutal coming out of COVID. Yeah. And she was talking about that, how hard it is. But she said, you know what? God called me here. And that's that's her congregation. And and she's loving them and being the most, you know, constant, seeing them with new eyes. Her heart is broken for these hard kids. Uh, Gabby was is a, a student in the Stanford Business School. And was talking about some of his classes, his cohort of a hundred people. That's his congregation. Yeah. He's like, you know, and, and the two couldn't be diametrically different. One's at yeah. Stanford MBA. Yeah. The yeah. other's a very under-resourced school, but together they have that vision that, you know what? I don't need to bring them to church. I am bringing Jesus with me to them, meeting needs and seeing the kingdom expressed. And, you know, Gary, you just spent you, these 20-somethings. Um, you know, I, I don't know what is so hard uh, for us to get, but, um, you know, when God wants to shift a culture, he'll just change the core values of an entire generation. We have nothing to do with it. They just show up with a whole different view of the world, and that's exactly what's happened. Both millennials and now the Gen Zs or iGens, depending on, uh, on what you call the folks 25 and under. But, uh, you know, th th they are all about relationship. Right. Uh, they are all about uh, service. You know, they're 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 all about a, a, a making a difference in the world. You know, not just putting in time. And, and it's and it's fascinating. And so, those of you who are listening that have responsibility or are wondering, you know, how do we get these folks interested in church? Give up on it. I mean, right. that's not the point what they are interested in is making a difference in the community, go out there and start doing that. And you'll find yourself with a gaggle of these folks around you because that's what jazz is in. That's right. Well, and that just, you know, I, I want to encourage anyone listening to this, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people um, confuse TBC as transforming the Bay for Christ. We, we don't need to do anything for Jesus. And, as we have walked out into our Bay Area, in, which is so diverse and complex and changing all the time, um, what we've discovered is Jesus is already there. We yeah. just get to join him. So it's transforming the Bay with Christ. Yeah. We get to join him in what's happening in our Bay Area. As you said, Reggie, you taught me, and I've quoted you so many times, I should give you the royalties of, <laughs> <laughs> but um, we just get in on the family business. That's Jesus it. Says, you get in on the family business and what, there's no greater thrill. No. That's my one only life. 
I want it to be yeah. spent for that. Yeah, and and you know, and you're right. That prepositional switch from in to for to with that that movement right there is the whole incarnation. Mm. Uh, you know, Jesus moved in. You know, God with us, not just God for us, but yes. with us, and it makes all the difference in the world. Well, Gary, what what you're doing so fabulous. Uh, I want to end our time together today with um, just challenging, I guess, our leaders to think about, you know, do you have the guts to pray, Lord, break my heart for what breaks yours? And um, I mean, that is a gutsy prayer. And thankfully, I'm just a consultant. I don't have to really uh, do the stuff that you're talking about. I just, you know, pass this along. <laughs> I would be, what a, what a terrifying thing. But then to say, you know, be in accountability with someone to say, look, you know, here's what I'm hearing from God and here's what I'm doing about it. Yep. I mean, you know, we, we all need that kind of encouragement. Totally. And, um, and, you know, and you, you may be on your last leg or feeling something today, listening to this podcast or a little, bummed out or thinking that, you know, quote, we're losing, whatever that means. Uh, that's just a bunch of bunko because yes. the kingdom of God is doing quite well. And, uh, and we know the final score. That's right. And, uh, and we have been cut in on the deal. Wow. Wow. Can I say one last thing, Reggie? Yeah, man. So just, you know, um, you know, Matthew eleven twelve, 12, the kingdom of God is forcefully advancing. It, it's on the move. Yeah. And um, you, if I could, if I could sit one-on-one -on -one with every listener to this, I would say you are just a prayer and proximity away from getting in on that. Break my heart with what breaks yours and then get out of the building and ask God to give you eyes to see and a heart that breaks and whoa, watch what happens. You know, that proximity issue, prayer and proximity, whoa, what, what a great combo there. Uh, someone should do a podcast on that. Um, but, you know, proximity is even more than space. Like if you're a business person or you're, you know, get out of the rut. So what good. is the rut that keeps us <clears throat> not able to see, not, not exposed, whatever. So, you know, just, just your whole thing of getting out. I mean, um, Oh, I mean, of course, building in space, but also much bigger. The yes. relationships that are our comfort zone, all the stuff, you know, get out. Well, so, hey, man, we could talk forever. And I know our, our listeners probably wish we would, um, <laughs> you know, and um, but I've got to go pack for to next week's Taco Tuesday uh, so I can get there at your place. Sounds hey, Reggie, cool. thank you. I just I do want to say thank you for being the spokesperson for this. I mean, you, you lit a fire in me through your writing, through our relationship. And I know that I'm not alone. So thank you. And if anyone wants more information, I'm available at Gary at tbc.city. I'd be happy to interact. And what would the, uh, what would the website be for yeah. TBC? tbc.city is our website. Dot city. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, Gary, thanks, man. You're the, you're the man you're doing it. And we'll oh, we'll thanks. catch up later. Standing on your shoulders, Reg. Oh, Thank you. No, mine aren't mine aren't big enough to do what you're doing. Okay. Later, man. <laughs>